finding people like, you know, like Amanda and then, you know, just like other boutiques along the way that that I have met and other vendors and being willing to share. I mean, things that might not even have anything to do with laser works. I mean, because so many people have lasers now. I, from the time that I started doing events, I would show up to a couple shows and I would see, oh, you know, like, you know, you have laser, you know, oh, okay, you've got laser stuff, you know, talk to them or whatever. And I always try to kind of talk to different laser owners. And I love it when they're like, oh, you know, like, what kind of laser do you own? Like, what do you do? And where are you at? And it's just, it's such a, it's a great feeling. It's a good community to be able to share that knowledge with them and then share knowledge with you. Cause like I can be taught something new every single day. I was taught something yesterday, blew my mind. I was like, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast, a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life. You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Dreamer to Entrepreneur. We are so excited for this interview and to chat with Scarlett Howe the owner of Betsy Jane Studio. Scarlett spent years in the restaurant industry while earning her degree in business. And in 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, started Betsy Jane Studio, which is a store that has, or you sell unique decor and handmade gifts. So correct, Scarlett, I am so excited to hear your journey and everything involved in getting to where you are today. So if you will, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit more about you and more about Betsy Jane Studio. Okay. All right. So hello and thank you, ladies, both of y'all for having me. So Betsy Jane Studio, how that happened was it was kind of by accident, but just to kind of go back a little bit, I was in the restaurant industry for years. Um, went to school. I got my business degree. I went out to corporate America. I found that the eight to five was not for me. We had we had a child, so I decided to work part time as a waitress and raise him. Um, just because my husband was away with work, he didn't spend a lot of time at home. So fast forward, everything was going great, and then COVID happened, and it's like, wow! All right, the world stops. So I come home and I'm at that time homeschooling <laughs> a fourth grader and I have I have nothing to do like this is this is a new norm for me and and it I wasn't really sure what to do with this new norm. I was really busy although I worked part-time. I was running the soccer program for my son's school. I sat on the PTO, I sat on booster boards, like I was all over the place and then it's just now I'm sitting here I have nothing. So while it was really cool to hang out with my son, I still needed an outlet. And my husband had a background in construction. He, prior to the job that he's in now, he would go in and remodel homes and he loved it. He's loved working with wood. We built all kinds of things. So I said, what the heck? Let's buy a laser. Sounds like a great idea. So we bought it and we had no, it was more, I, I bought the laser to really compensate with, or like to collaborate with my husband on the woodworking side. I knew that he liked to do things with wood and what I couldn't figure out, he could school me in. He could kind of move me in that direction. So we bought a laser and we just began, it was just a hobby. It was something to do. It was something to pass the time. I have a running, well, my family has a running joke with me. They call me the lifelong learner because I'm always trying to learn <laughs> something new. So um, I went to college way past my my degree just to take classes, which they were like, that's strange. And I'm like, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, I want to learn history and all those other things. So this was something new for me to learn alongside while helping my son with homeschool, which was 
a really big hurdle. And it was really frustrating for him. It was really frustrating for me because he is a very active child. And so to have to sit him in front of a screen, but yet him not get to play a game or do what he loved was really, it was really hard. So fast forward a few, a few months, you know, into COVID. So that was in March. So we were, we're creeping into May now of 2020. And I decide that I have really had enough of being inside. I think that was kind of like my my point of like, I just need to get out. I need to move around. So I had created a couple of things, one of those being the big chair. And if you don't know about the big chair, definitely give it a Google, guys. So it is the world's largest chair. It's located in mm-hmm. Thomasville, North Carolina. It's this awesome little kind of roadside attraction type deal. But I created an ornament that was a replica of that chair. Mm-hmm. And Thomasville is really important to me. I grew up in furniture. Mom, dad, my aunt worked for Thomasville Furniture. So the ornament was, it was just kind of important. It was, it's still one of my favorites to this day. So anyway, I take this ornament and I go and I walk downtown and um, I hit a couple of businesses, small businesses, just the ones that were open, the ones that were like, yeah. were letting people in. And my, my first stop was Blythe Leonard. So I went into a BL leather and I was talking to her mom. I was really in there just kind of shopping, just kind of like killing time. (laughs) And it's a beautiful shop. Yeah. Oh my goodness. If you love like industrial, definitely give it. It's all exposed brick and just, it's just so pretty. So I was in there kind of killing time shopping and Jane, her mother was who was helping me and she Mm -hmm. was checking me out and something told me like, I had no idea what I was going to say. None. They were like, just pull out this chair, just see what happens. So I pulled out the chair and I, I showed Jane and she was like beside herself. And she was like, oh my God, I've got to show Blythe this. Like she's got to see it. So Blythe saw the chair. She was super interested. So that kind of struck up, you know, that friendship and that conversation. And then I went around and I went into Pax Studio, which is also in downtown Thomasville and Paxton owns it. She's a graphic designer. And at that time, she had a clothing line that she was running. And I showed her the chair. She is a huge enthusiast of Thomasville as well. And I showed her the chair and she loved it. But she wanted to work with me to do some own things for her own clothing line. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, I left downtown that day and I felt very accomplished. Like I was so proud of myself. I didn't know what I had done, but I had done something. So I just, and honestly, I know this sounds insane, but it is like a blur from there. The (laughs) orders came in. I started signing up for markets. I started talking to, um, to, to business people. So in May, actually the end of May, when Blythe opened up the maker's market, Mm -hmm. um, I was exposed to a lot of makers there, which was wonderful. That's where we met. I know this was exactly where me and Amanda met, which which is another really like influential part of my journey because you know and I I don't want to skip ahead or jump around, but like that's where like the community comes. Mm -hmm. That's where it comes in for me. So we're I don't have a huge family. It's only me and my sister, but we're a very tight knit group. Like my sister, my mom, my dad, my stepdad, like all of us. We all sit down and have dinner together. We do the holidays. So family's always been really important. And so going into the small business world, um, it was a little scary for me because even in even in the restaurant business, I had a community. Mm-hmm. Like I had a, a group of girls that I worked with that I was very fortunate that I loved. I had a group of customers that that I knew, I mean, verbatim, what they were going to eat, where they were going to sit. What they, I mean, so it's like you had this, I don't know if you would call it routine, but I guess it is. Yeah. That you just, you became accustomed to. So it just, it felt, it felt normal. It felt like a good community. And it was, I don't, I, I love the, you know, I, I loved working in the restaurant. Do I miss it? No. <laughs> I had decided, I had decided after COVID and after seeing how people were acting and treating folks in restaurants, I was like, oh, there's no way I will not hold a job for one day. Like I will be quick to right. tell somebody, this is not how we're going to act. Your yeah. mama would be so upset with you. So I just decided that, you know, I was going to have to make Betsy Jane work. And the name came from, it's my grandmother is Betsy Jane. and. Thank you. I love it uh, for a couple of reasons, but 
one, I get called Betsy all the time, which yes, is great. Sure. And then I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get and called I, Dolly all the time too. Like they oh, see the track obviously. and they're like, oh, are you Dolly? And I'm like, no, but I love Dolly. <laughs> I know. I love that. Well, it's a great, it's a great conversation piece. Like if you ever yeah. want to open up or break the ice with someone, like let them call you Betsy. And then you're like, oh no, yeah. because then you get to say, well, my name is Scarlett and this is why it's called Betsy. And mm-hmm. then it's like, they instantly kind of become connected with you because yeah. I think stories is, that is what we fall in love with is we want to know the story behind the product and how it, you know, how it got there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think a lot of times that's the fascination with Apple is like, I mean, look where Steve Jobs started. I mean, and where it's at now. So Betsy Jane, where the name came from is I kept hearing my grandmother telling me like, you, you can do this. Like you, she was always a really big champion for me when I was a little girl, even in high school and in college, she believed, you know, she believed in me in ways that I did not believe in myself. And funny story. I always thought I was a grandpa's girl. Like I was my grandfather's right-hand person. I was always with him, but my grandmother was always the one that was kind of taking care of me when I would stay with her in the summers and, you know, like vacations or whatever. And I never really gave that much thought until, you know, I kind of got to reflecting and thinking about all of the ways that she had supported me and in whatever I wanted. And my grandfather too, but I was just always with him because he was the one that was out of the house and we were always shooting BB guns or fishing or I was the first grandchild. So I was the first boy, not really, but I was that, that my grandfather had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wanted a boy so bad. He was like, I will take this girl and I will put a fishing pole in her hand and a BB gun in her hand. And we will like, we will teach her all the boy things. So anyway, so I just kept hearing my grandmother in the back of my mind, you know, during this pandemic and at home and this business and what am I doing? Is this even the right thing to be doing? And I was scared. Like I'm still scared some days. I'm not even going to lie. Cause it's just, you know, everyone says, make it to year five, make it to year five. And You know, I think running a small business is, especially in this day and age, you've got to learn how to pivot and you've, you've got to be able to kind of move and shake with the market. And, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately there is no book, there is no navigation for that. Mm -hmm. Just much like parenting. They don't give you a book on motherhood either. So you you just (laughs) wing it and hope you do the best, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that was where Betsy, you know, Betsy Jane, you know, had came from and the name is the name is really it's very important to me. I love what it represents. I I love I, I do think that she would be very proud of me. She does still have one living sister and she is um always commenting my aunt, you know, my well, she's my great aunt, but I've always called her aunt. She's my aunt Judy, and she would she's always commenting and always just, you know, saying how proud she is. And and I like to think that, but I just like to think that, you know. That my whole family is, you know, proud because I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it is not for the faint of heart. Yes, like it, it, it's not, it's not. Mm-hmm. And and you have really got to. There are some really hard lessons that that I had to learn. And one of the hardest lessons I had to learn was not everyone in your community is about you and is going to help you. Is going to want to like lift you up. Mm-hmm. And I am a natural. I am a giver. I'll that's just that's me. I'll I'll do anything for you. You ask me, I'll 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 do it. But that isn't always reciprocated in the maker slash creator world. Mm-hmm. I think that's any any part yeah. of business. Yeah, you're 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 yeah, you're that's right. Because there were people that even in the restaurant business, there were there were a couple that I don't want to say they were like the lone wolves, but they were not quite. Mm-hmm. they didn't mesh with like the rest of us. So mm-hmm. I guess you're exactly right. It is that yeah. age old. You're going to have one in every group. Yeah. Yeah. But I get, I don't know. I, I guess where it was just so new to me, I was just thinking like everyone should just welcome me with open arms and say, Oh, you know, I hope you do whatever. But I did, I did have, I did have a lot of help. And um, Amanda, she was <laughs> a very, she was a very pivotal part of that. Like, seriously, she was probably oh. one of the first She was one of the first small business owners that really kind of took me under her wing. I could ask her anything and there was (laughs) no judgment. There was no like, what are you after? You know, what are you? And I'm just, because I just, I just wanted to learn, you know, I had made mistakes and, 
and I don't mind making them, but if I can at least somewhat prevent them, I would love to. So it was Amanda in the community that really just had taught me like, pick your friends and, you know, kind of leave the rest, you know, leave the rest behind. And if you want to help people, great. You know, if, if they don't seem like they want to help you or they don't, then just, you have to learn to not let that affect you. And Mm -hmm. in the beginning, I was letting that affect me. Mm-hmm. It, it it affected my mood. I thought I had done something to make them upset. I would spend time worrying about that. Like, oh gosh, you know, what, what did I do? Did I, did I upset them? Like, did I, did I do this? Did I do that? And finally I just had to come to terms with that. Maybe they just don't want to be my friend and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just having this conversation the other day with somebody and because it's true. And I think it's something that every business owner, I mean, especially a female business owner feels because I don't know, I think there's people out there that they, they have this like mindset block or something where it's like, I can't give away my secrets because then I won't rise to the top or they're not, you know, I've worked so hard for this. Like I'm not helping them. The people that go at it with that mentality, I swear are the ones that don't make it to the top. Mm-hmm. I, the ones that, I mean, Amanda and I, we've always talked about this collaboration yeah. over competition and helping each other out because there is room for everybody. There is everybody. There is a plethora of customers, a plethora of clients and helping somebody out is not, it's not going to hurt you. I, no, I, it's going like, to make you better. Yeah. It's going to make everybody better. And I think because yeah. You see it a lot in like the boutique world where like people are like competitive and like all this stuff. And I don't know if it just the way I started my business, it was coming from like a very negative place where I wasn't getting support. And so I just kind of had it in my mind that like, no matter what, like, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to make my designs. I'm going to do my thing. People can because people have copied I don't care. I'm going to, there's still someone who's going to buy my stuff too, you know, like, and I'm going to, I feel like I didn't get help in the beginning and I wasn't encouraged. And so like when people come to me and I don't care, I have people who have boutiques that sell graphic t-shirts. I'm going to tell them what I know, tell them what I've learned, tell them mistakes I've made. So hopefully they don't make them, you know, if they take my advice, great. If not, but I don't know. I just, I think the way I started my business, it just kind of got me in this mindset of like, we're all here together to help each other. And, you know, I, it lifts me up to lift others. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't lift you up to put others down. Like it's right. just kind of my thought. And, and I think until someone feels that feeling of lifting someone up and being able, especially for that person to come back to you and say, Hey, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I found out this. And then they're sharing tips with you. And then it's like, mm-hmm. it becomes this open highway of information that you switch yeah. between one another. And you feel absolutely wonderful about yourself. Yeah. Because you saved that person who knows how much time and energy uh, on just this little tidbit of information that you had. And it did not in any way, shape mm-hmm. or form hurt or harm you. Mm-hmm. But the that mindset is it's not it's not with everyone. And, and that's okay. That's, that's mm-hmm. why you do you and I'll do me. So yeah. <laughs> Finding people like, you know, like Amanda and then, you know, just like other boutiques along the way mm-hmm. that, that I have met and other vendors and being willing to share, I mean, things that might not even have anything to do with like laser works. I mean, because so many people have lasers now. I, from the time that I started doing events, I would show up to like a couple shows and I would see, oh, you know, like, you know, you have laser, you know, like, oh, okay, you've got laser stuff, you know, I'll talk to them or whatever. And, and now I show up and there are a lot of like lasers are, they're very, they're very affordable now where they were not before. And I see them everywhere. And I always try to kind of talk to different laser owners. And I love it when they're like, oh, you know, like, what kind of laser do you own? Like, what do you do? And where are you at? And it's just, it's such a, it's a great, it's a great feeling. It's a good community to be able to share that knowledge mm-hmm. with them and then share knowledge with you. Cause like I can be taught something new every single day. I mm-hmm. was taught something yesterday, blew my yes. mind. I was like, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, you learn, you have to yeah. learn from others. And, and that's like our son. I try my very best to teach him, you know, that as well. It's like, be willing, be coachable, be a learner, 
do not do not be that person that that you don't want to share or you think you know it all because we all have something to learn from one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially like you were mentioning earlier in this like how you constantly need to be ready to pivot. At any mm-hmm. point our businesses, I mean I know right now with mine AI has come in and I mean it's a whole new ball game now in the online space. And so I you know, luckily I have a community I can reach out to for support and for help. But, you know, if I was one that didn't want that or wanted to be in that negative mind space, it's like all of a sudden there's changes going on and I could be sitting here like, oh, well, what do I do? But yeah, I just. And you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be privy to those changes because you've blocked yourself. You've put yourself in that box. Right. So you have no way to bounce ideas off of anyone else or for anyone to come to you and say like, hey, did you hear about this? Like, this is mm-hmm. what they're doing now. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. That's just, that just to me is one of the biggest things about community is yeah. not only sharing the information, but oh my gosh, sharing the war stories, you know, yeah. like the events yeah. that didn't go as planned, you know, the weather that all of a sudden that just totally threw, you know, a wrench in your system. It's like having it's like having a family outside of your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I don't know how, I don't know how many of you guys, I mean, I know that we're all small business owners here, but it's really hard to talk small business with people who don't own small businesses. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. I mean, look, I am not, look, I, I was that, I had that job. I was a waitress. I loved it. I would not take anything for those years, but trying to talk to my friends, and even sometimes my family outside of, you know, them not having a small business. It's, I think it's like, I get this deer in the headlights look when I start talking to them and I'm like, okay, it's over (laughs) your head. We'll wrap this conversation up, move on to something else. That's like one thing I love. So both Scarlett and I just did Southern Charm at the farm this weekend and oh, um, fun weather. Yes, with the, with the weather, all the crazy weather. But one thing like that I love about, because you really do create this family. And my mom had said something to me. She's helped me a couple times. She's never helped me at Southern Charm. But she was so impressed and so happy for me because, I mean, because we were having people all day, just different vendors, friends of mine come in. And they are friends of mine now, like with all mm-hmm. kinds of different businesses, stopping by, saying, hey, chatting sharing tips and stuff. And she said, I'm so happy that you started Blue Jean because of all of these wonderful people that you've gotten to meet and become friends with Mm -hmm. um, that you wouldn't have met otherwise. So like, it really is, yeah, like getting just that community over competition and getting to like network and connect with people again, especially after COVID coming off COVID where we're all stuck in our houses and then getting an opportunity to engage and just have a community with people really is, is special to me. That's, it's like nothing else. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're right. And like Southern charm, the, the exact same thing was happening in my tent. You know, I mean, you came by, you know, you spoke, I was out walking around there is a an influencer of mine who I didn't realize she was so close and she does scroll saw work, which is something that I'm wanting to learn. And so I got to meet her for the first time at Southern Charm because she was Aww. there. So like I got, yeah. So like I went over there, introduced, like she came back to me and came to my booth and talked. So, you know, that's generally not how it goes at Southern Charm. You know, you normally don't, yeah. but it was really nice this time to get to meet and greet with all of those mm-hmm. people. and especially, you know, some of these people you may not see, but once or twice a year, which, yeah. is, which is awful. So when you do see them, you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, how are you? How have you been? It's like, you try to do a, like a catch up and 60 like catch up. And five. Five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, I got to get back to my booth. Let me run this way. So, but you do, you just, you become, yeah. you know, you become this family, family outside of the family that you've got, but it's, it's family that you didn't know that you needed mm-hmm. until you started your small business. And, you know, like, like I said, no one understands running a small business more than a small business owner and they get the struggles. And I mean, others can definitely sympathize or try um, and understand. But I think until you've been in the, until you've been in the trenches, you have, it's just Mm -hmm. like, "Mm, okay, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but it sounds, you know, sounds like you'll get (laughs) through it. I mean, that's, that's what I get a lot from my parents. It's like, oh, I'm I'm sure you'll get through it. It'll be fine. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, you're right. I will. I will rise to the top. No worries. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. ain't that the truth? I had, yeah, just yesterday, just had all this just stuff happen. And I was, I think I was already exhausted from this weekend and having the show and then having baseball tournaments and my daughter's party. And so yesterday something happened and it just, I, I think I was bawling all day yesterday. And my parents were like, you know, it'll be okay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But in this moment, <laughs> it is not <laughs> okay. <laughs> This very moment, it's not. And I just need to cry it out and tomorrow I'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to talk about small business with people who aren't, who haven't been in the trenches. Yeah. Also another, like, I think people, when they think of small businesses, because I get it a lot, people are like, oh, how's that little business of yours? How's Mm -hmm. the, how's the little business going? Or when you get when you are having a rough day, they kind of look at it as, oh, it's just a, a little business. Like, that'll be fine. And it's like, no, no. I would like to see you come step in my shoes and handle this little business. <laughs> Whereas other small business owners get it. They understand yeah. that it's there's a lot of work that goes into this. And so when you are having those bad days, it's so good to talk to people that understand the rough times. Definitely. I don't know that I could have, I don't, I don't know that I would still be in business if I didn't have that. Oh, I'm serious. I, like, same. I mean, because I am, I am not a, a crier, so to speak. I mean, I wish I was my mom, my sister, they are there, <laughs> I, they're there and I can't. I, I'm, I'm the just, same I way. Yeah. It's like I try and it's like nothing comes out. But <laughs> yeah, what I do is I get really frustrated and then my total mood changes. And then yes. it's like, I am, I'm done for the rest of the day. And that's, you know, and that, I don't know. It's just, it's hard. It's kind of like Amanda said, like, just let me have my angry moment for a moment and I'll be fine. You know, I'll be fine tomorrow and trying to wear all the hats, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and in, in, in the small business is, is definitely, I mean, it is the most rewarding, but it is definitely, you know, a hard job. And a tip that I can give, right. Is you're not going to do everything right. There's yeah. no, there's, it's not going to happen. It's kind of like being a baby. You have to learn to crawl before you walk. And mm-hmm. um, some people don't, they don't take lightly to making mistakes, but just please know that you're going to fail more than once. And you just have to learn to get back up and yeah. like keep mm-hmm. going. And then that's where that community comes in that you're like, oh, hey, this is what I did. Like, do you have any suggestions? Have you been down this road? Do you know, what do you, what do you think I should do? Mm-hmm. Kind of that, you know, soundboard to bounce off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is your son back in school now or is he still at home? Yeah. Bless him. If he was still at home, he would, he would not be. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that he would be even reading on par for seventh grade. No, yeah. I, we, he, he and I, we, I, I love him. We have, we have a great, we're so much alike he and I, but he is, yeah, he is definitely, definitely back in school, which was, it was a wonderful thing for him. You know, fourth grade was, that was when it all happened. And then he was very lucky that when our state did whatever they did with the restrictions and was allowing grade school to go back, he fell in that fifth grade. So he was just at that mark. So Mm -hmm. he started middle school as he normally would have, you know, with a, with a normal, with a normal year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> his school, they decided to go no mask like the first two weeks when they went back in sixth grade. And it's the numbers of COVID that those kids caught was like, it was insane. It was like three. So it's like, <laughs> all right, now we're going back to mask. And I'm like, bless them. Like then you got a taste of no mask and like, here and, you uh, are. Yeah. yeah it's still no, you know, but I mean, he's very, he's very lucky. I mean, he's, he's in seventh grade. I mean, you know, he's, he's thriving. School's going really well. You know, he's not wearing a mask. He's mad that they don't have lockers. They still have not been able to use oh. lockers yet. Yeah, I know. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. No, no, no lockers. And the explanation that I got, which one of them makes sense. The other one kind of does, but maybe not really. So the first one was their school is older. And so they really, they do not have enough lockers for all of the kids. And so mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, why not do it on like a seniority basis, like eighth grade or seventh grade, you know, however, but we can't anyway. And then the second was theft, like they were dealing a lot with theft. And so that was why they said it was just more headache than, you know, than it was worth. But these kids don't have books. So, I mean, they have notebooks. But oh. They don't have- oh, well, that's nice. That, okay. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, if you had all those books to carry around Uh-oh. all day, like. No, see, everything's on a computer now, but yeah. but, but let me give you the caveat to not having a book. 
he is in advanced math and uh-huh. we've, we've had a pretty rough time with advanced math this year. So his teacher, she wanted them to memorize all of the formulas. There was 13 of them and they needed to know them to memory. She was going to call out, call it out. They needed to write it down. Well, he didn't have all his formulas. So it's like, I had to go to Google and pray that like we could have the right formulas, you know, there was <laughs> because there's no like textbook that you could. Like, yes. So that was, you know, that was kind of odd for me. And of course, me and my husband, you know, he's 42 and I'm 38. We're sitting there and it's like, you have no textbooks, like none, nothing. And he's like, no, we've never had one. And I just thought it. it was textbooks on the computer. No. It wow. Is, it is. It's so what that they is have so is wild. Um, it is wild. Like it's they have handouts. They do Google Classroom. So assignments are posted there. They do still get paper. And I'm sure that the teacher the teacher teaches in the classroom. But there is like there's no ebook that you could say like this is your textbook for math yeah. and this is your textbook for social studies. Because I even had ebooks in college. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. They don't wow. have those. Which but mm-hmm, it blows huh. my mind. But luckily, I mean, he's, he's doing good. I mean, he's thriving. So, you know, we get past advanced math this year. We'll be like, me and him are both counting down the days to summer. We are like, <laughs> all right, we got this many weeks. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's, I mean, we're all, you know, we're doing really well. I mean, I know that, that everyone likes to talk about, you know, how bad, you know, COVID was and, and yes, it, it, in certain aspects, it definitely was, but there was so much change that happened for us but it's all been for the good. And it's mm-hmm. like this year, like 2023, as strange as it sounds, this feels like the most normal year for us yeah. ever. Cause like we, we moved in 2020 after being in our same home for 10 years. We, so we moved in 2020, we started a new school in 2021. And then it's like, you know, 2022 was to me, it just was like one of those blah years like one of those just like (laughs) "Mm," like I don't you know questioning everything that you were doing in life like am I doing you know am I Mm -hmm. am I running this business right am I raising you know just all the things so 2023 it just it's been a really it's been a good year for me so far and it's been nice to talk to talk with more people like you know about me and about my business and and just what we're you know what we're doing and and how we are trying to grow and you know and just you know, get out there. Cause I, I don't, you know, I, this is my, this is my baby and I, I want her to succeed. So mm-hmm. does your son help out at all? Or like, what are his thoughts on you having your own business? So that's a, that's a hard one. He definitely asked. My son is like me. He is a talker. <laughs> so he is like, how was your event? How was your, you know, how, what did you do in the shop today? You know, what are you working on? Um, yeah, no, super, super. Like, I love that about him. I'm always yeah. like, you know, this is what I did and this is where I'm at. And like last night I was, I was working on something and he was like, you look really frustrated. And I'm like, no, I'm really deep in salt. And he was like, oh, and I was like, he's like, he's like, is it work? And I was like, yes. And he's like, okay. So he just like walks down the hallway, but I'd love to teach him more hands-on things. I-, I love that he conversates with me about it, but I wish that he took more of an interest in what we did as far as working with our hands. I know that I wasn't really interested in what my parents were doing at his age, but I am encouraging him this summer, which he and I have been talking. Um, he, w- I will be putting him to work this summer. Mm-hmm. And I told him I would pay him. I was like, I'll pay you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll pay you, you know, X amount of dollars an hour if you want to come and work. Because starting in June, we'll start making Christmas ornaments just mm-hmm. to get ahead of the game. So, like, I would love more than anything for him just to be here, just to like be able to, like, you know, pull them out of the laser, you know, get all the pieces out, you know, stack them all up, even just cutting the length of ribbon, you know, so that I can go through and, you know, tie them. So I definitely want him to learn our business and just work with his hands and just teach him a skill mm-hmm. of some sort. Because mm-hmm. um, that is something that I do worry about with the younger generation. Yes. Is, is not, you know, we try to tell him like, this is how you change a light bulb. You know, this is how <laughs> you, I mean, yeah. they just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, that's what YouTube is for. Yeah. Well, exactly. And that's what I, you know, that's what I hear all the time. It's like, well, I, you know, I'll just Google it and I'm like, okay, well, that's fine, but you don't necessarily have to like, you know, this is how you do this or this is how you do that. And, you know, we try to teach him, you know, safety, of course, you know, with power tools and, 
just his, you know, his heart's not in it quite like ours is. But I do think that, you know, he is, if, if I ask him to do anything, Brittany at all, he is like, yes, like I'll do whatever there is. I love that. He's never, yeah, I, I do too. Now he will do it in his own way at his own pace. And don't you dare, <laughs> don't you dare try to like, don't you dare try to move him any faster. And so I'm always like, I'm all over the place. Like I jump yeah. here, there, you know, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, 30 minutes later. And I'm like, are you done yet? Yeah, I'm still working on it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I try to, you know, I try to show him like, Hey, this is how you could do this. And he's like, Oh, okay. And he'll just go back to doing it his other way. So I remember those years. I remember when yeah. my mom would try to show me something and I was like, not having it, you know, she would walk away and I'd back to the old way I would go. So I, just the fact that he is, interested or even will remotely do what I ask him to do I am Mm -hmm. thrilled beyond Mm -hmm. belief there yeah Yeah. I love it and I love that he's your only I I have one son too and I love meeting parents onlys I I know well so onlys are we're not we're not very common um, no, but, but it's, what's really funny is, so I am an only, and my best friend, um, who I adore, she is an only now she has a little girl, but her little girl and my son were both born in December. And we say it's December babies because uh-huh. they are so uh, like, they are so common in the things that they do and just their behaviors and how they act and how they want to do things. And yeah. So, you know, and my sister, she says, this is her only, she is due in September. I don't believe that, but I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's, if you want, Hey, if you only want one, that's great. But I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, only, only was not our plan. Only, we, you know, we wanted to have, we wanted to have another, mm-hmm. but my husband isn't only, and he said he was, you know, he had lots of cousins, but he, he would have liked to have had a sibling, Mm -hmm. but with my husband's work schedule, it was just not possible. Like it was hard enough for me with just one to like, you know, feel like I was even, I felt like I was treading water most days with, you know, a son and trying to work even part-time and even the recreational stuff that I took on for the school. But that was all just to kind of, you know, that was to be with him and to help like benefit Mm -hmm. the school. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I commend I commend anyone who has, who has more than one. Cause I'm like, oh, I need too. a hand free to like <laughs> hold a drink. Or I don't know how they do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, oh, girl, you know, so I mean, you know, like we had this family that, that we played ball with and I, like, I loved them, just adored them, but they had, and I hope I get this number right, but I want to say, I think they had seven kids. Mm. They, had, they had like, yeah, they started, yeah, they had started, they were like, they went from high school, like all the way down to like elementary school, like at that time. And I was, I, but they ran like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And that's you, you just get used to the routine. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. everyone says. Like once you have one, having a second is not a big deal because they just fall in line. Yeah. And I could definitely see that, but yeah, my, my mentality was, and this is probably selfish, but I could do more for one than I could for two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, that was where I felt like I just wanted one and, you know, thankful for him. You know, it was there that thought in the back of my mind, like, oh, I, you know, wanted a second. Of course there was, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't in the cards for us. And, and I'm okay with that. And, you know, so is my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar to us. So I love it. Yeah. And you could tell just by you talking about him, you can tell he's like your, your little buddy. He is, he is, which I love. But like when, when me and my husband try to discuss, you know, like adult things, like, yes, like it's very hard. Like my Mm -hmm. husband is in law enforcement. And so some of the things that he wants to talk to me about at times, it's anyway, he'll, and of course Mason's like, what? Yes. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, I need you to go eat or I need you to go to your room. Like, so that, yes. that is the one thing. It is a, it is a great feeling, but it's also like I need you to stay out of this adult conversation, please. Maybe that's a boy thing because James does that too, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, very much. He like, is what are you so, talking about? Like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and, <laughs> I and I will definitely warn you. So, like after Southern Charm, my girlfriend, my best friend, she came back to the house, and and my husband, we were all sitting in the living room. We were just like hanging out. We were talking about different things. She, she's a teacher. So we were, you know, talking a little bit about like just the things that are going on as far as like the education and the curriculum and just things like that. And of course, you know, I didn't really think anything about it. Well, then, you know, yesterday Mason's like, 
Um, so it's like, everything okay? Like I heard y'all talking and I was like, I thought you were in bed. Like, what are you doing? Listening. And he's like, well, I just heard y'all. And I'm like, I'm going to need you to not hear so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to need you to not, mm-hmm. which, so, I mean, they are, they're, they're like little sponges and, and he wants to listen and he wants to be a part of all the things that we do, which is wonderful. I wouldn't have it any other way, but there's some things that's just like, Mason, you're just better off to not know. Can we just yeah. Talk yeah. about it. You know, let's I'll I'll explain later. And of course, later never comes for some of those things. So yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. not yet. <laughs> yeah. So now Brittany, how how old is how old is yours? He is getting ready to turn seven in the next couple of weeks. So he's still younger, but he man, is still young. Oh, but that's a fun age too. Oh, like, I love it. I love it. But he thinks he's like a teenager and he can like, <laughs> I, it mm-hmm. reminds me so much. Me and my husband will have those conversations and he's like, now what now? What? And I'm like, you're, you're not old enough for this. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> this is not meant for you. Not yeah. meant for you. Yeah. yeah. I, I tell, I tell mine, it was like, you're 13 going on 30. When you start yes. paying a bill, yes. when you start paying a bill, then we can talk about what it is that, you know, you want to talk about. But until yeah. then, no, like, you don't well, need to know everything. It's so funny because I'll say s- kind of stuff like that. And my son, he'll be like, well, I've got my pickle jar right in here. I can yeah. go get the money for you. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> well, so. that is so that's that's really funny that you say that. So we started <laughs> we started with Mason really like he had money. We, yeah. we would put money aside yeah. and then he would have money. And and what I used to make him do was like, if he wanted to go to birthday parties, like you're going to buy their birthday gift. Mm-hmm. Like, I think oh. that's fair. You know, yeah. You, yeah, you need to buy their birthday. And and it's not like it has to be, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you like 10, 15 bucks. Like when he yeah. was that age, he would, buy, and then it, it kind of helped, you know, somewhat kind of helped teach him, like taught him with money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then now it's, you know, I'll say, well, you know, I need money for this or I need, you know, and he'll be like, well, I can get it. And I'm like, yeah, I have to pay for everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and it's really like, he'll bring his wallet and he'll try to offer and pay for dinner. And I think uh-huh. it's like the sweetest oh. thing in the world, but I'm like, no, you need to save these for like the things that you want mm-hmm. and the things that you want to save for, because, you know, money was not something that my parents really taught me very much about and Same. I wish teach. Yes. Our, I wish it was taught more in school too. Yeah. Um just spending habits and like just, you know, I guess just knowing the worth of a dollar and, and how hard you do have to work for it at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Anyway, but yeah, no, my son's same way. He'll be like, I'll pay for it. I'll get it. And I want to say there was one time I did make him pay for something. He lost his lunchbox at the beginning of a school year. It was literally like three days into school. <laughs> I made him, I, I made him buy the next Good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'm like, you, I'm like, you pick it out on Amazon. I was like, I'll get you a total and then you can pay me for it. And he did. And I was like, but you know what? He still has that lunchbox. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. yes. that was in, that was in sixth grade. So like, we're still, you know, trucking with this. And so I'm like, hey, you got to teach them why you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lesson. Once yeah. they're out there in the big, you know, the big old world, there's not your hands are tied. And as a as a mom, especially as a mom of an only that scares me. So I'm just like, got to do what I got to do while you're at home. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sometimes I feel bad for him because it's like, I feel like I'm giving all of my like knowledge to him and my husband. It's like, we're putting so much into this one little child. Whereas I think, you know, parents of five, six, seven kids, you know, they've, they're spreading that knowledge all around. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I think I, children are definitely they're they're a product of their you know they're a product of their environment and mm-hmm. I think when you when you do take the time to explain things to them I do think that they're more more receptive to want to listen to you I, I know sometimes I would ask and things might you know and, and it may have just been because it wasn't appropriate at the time and there's there's been things like that with him that he'll ask me and I'll just tell him like look for your age it's not appropriate like mm-hmm. you know we can talk about this at a later time but you know these kids they are learning. They are learning at a at a rapid rate. Yes. Um, and you know, you want to try and educate them as much as you can, but then sometimes you just don't want to keep them small too. Like mm-hmm. right. I just I just, you know, that little kind of sweet little baby brain. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, anyway. Awesome. Well, I feel like I feel like I could talk to you all day, Scarlett. You I could you I could talk so all day. Genuine. So I, I do have two more questions. I just because I'm curious, what is the peak since you've started 
Betsy Jane, what has been the peak, like the best thing, like the moment where you were just like, oh my gosh, like this is a good day. Like I'm so proud. I'm so happy of this business. That's a, that's a hard one. Cause I mean, I know that I should probably have one like, like picked out, but I feel like there's been a lot of really, there's been a lot of really good days, a lot of really good days that I have that I didn't, you know, I didn't know if I would, I would make it. I would say by making it out of the end of like 2022, even kind of as like a mm, year as it was, I think making it to the end of it, that was a huge, especially when I saw my numbers and I was like, wow, you know, cause I, I, you know, I just, I didn't think that growth was there, but it was. And I, you know, that was, that was like, that was a good, that was a good day. You know, that was a good day for me. So but there, there have like there's there's a lot there's a lot of good days. I can't count them all. Yeah, well, I mean, that's good. good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like seriously. I mean, it was a great day. You know, when I met Amanda. I mean, it was a great day when I took that leap and you know went to. There's so many. Like, I try to count. I try to count all my blessings, and sometimes it's hard. So, but I'm just one of those cheesy people that I'm just like I like everything. <laughs> good. That's well, good. And then to switch it, what about the pit? If you don't mind sharing, what was like one of the worst days in business and what did you or how did you overcome that? Um, one of the worst days in, in business would have been that I, I'm, I, met, I met a fellow maker um, who is local and I, we actually like met, had lunch. Um, like I thought that we were going to be able to like connect and, you know, be able to talk, not like daily, but like, you know, just as something that's like I needed. And it's like, I came back home and it, I, I was, I was ghost, nothing, no, no contact at all. And I was like, you know, what have I done? And that is what started with the whole community and wanting to, you know, kind of understand a little bit about, you know, the makers and, and, and the creatives and just, you know, how, how I could build this relationship. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what happened. And, and I, you know, and that's, that's not for me to debate, but that was probably the, that was probably the, you know, one of the, that was a pivotal moment because it taught me, like, it really upset me. And I really, I really got down on myself for like a couple months about it. Yeah. And like, I wanted to send messages and like, I, you know, and, and I had sent a couple, but like I wanted to, and I t would type things out and I would delete it. And then finally I just had to realize you got to let it go. Yeah. Like this is, mm -hmm. you know, this is not going to work and that's okay. And you are, you are just fine without it. And that was, that was probably one of the hardest things that I had to kind of get over because I am a people pleaser. I think that's what made me such a great waitress. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make people happy. And I, that just, I, I knew that I had made someone I, I'm assuming unhappy. So I was like, well, what have I done? Mm -hmm. What, you know, how can I, how can I fix this? And, yeah. you know, you can't fix everything. So I just had to, I just had to get over it, move on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's unfortunate for their end. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. You know, we, everybody's, and some people just don't mesh. I mean, maybe it was yeah. just, you know, it just, it just didn't work and, and that's okay too. And, and, you know, back to our children, that's a really hard lesson to even teach them. Like, oh, you know, I know. It, not, and not everyone is going to like you mm -hmm. and, and I want everyone to like me, mm -hmm. but you know, I'm sure there might be some listeners that, you know, they might even skip over this episode because they're going to be like, she is too much. Like she is just, you know, she's so chatty. She's so much. No, I love and it. I know sometimes I can be a bit much, but I try. I try to rein it in from time to time. You're genuine, though. Yes, yeah. there's there's oh. nothing wrong with being chatty. I think as long as you're genuine, and yeah, I don't get any like negative energy from you at all. Well, and that's well, what I love you. about I you. That. I mean, just like even since whenever we met, like just I've always just always feel uplifted whenever we get. You know, even just stopping by the yeah. shop and pick up keychains or whatnot. And I'm excited that we have a couple trips coming up together. <laughs> I know, I know, right? We're gonna be roomies and we're gonna room, which you know, I'm totally in like freak out mode about, but I'm like, you know what? I'll show up and we'll just have the best time. Like, yeah, that's all we can do. <laughs> just, you know, we're just gonna we're in it to win it is all I know. Mm. But yeah, so we'll, well, I, I mean, I thank you. I, I definitely, I try to be genuine. I don't, I don't ever, you know, I'm going to tell people like it is, whether they like what I'm saying or not. And, mm -hmm. and I just, I wish there was more people who were genuine. So it, I just think it'd make life a little bit easier because mm -hmm. I, I tell family, I tell friends, like I even tell customers, like, tell me the truth. 
Mm-hmm. I, I I will take constructive criticism. I like it. That's just how we grow. Mm-hmm. So so I appreciate any positive or negative feedback. So one last thing that we like to ask every guest on the show, if you had one piece of advice you want to share to our listeners, what would it be? Okay. So I use this almost daily. And I can't take credit for it. In the beginning, I got a business coach. She was great. Her name is Taryn. And she told me. <gasps> we love Taryn. Oh my God. Isn't she the greatest? I, yes. the best. I, saw Southern, I saw her at Southern Charm. I like to snatch her out of the yeah. aisle. She like, didn't see me. She walked by. I was like, Taryn. She was like, oh, hey. Anyway, the, one of the things that she told me that it has stuck with me, and I still to this day, is that you can do anything but you cannot do everything. Oh, yes. And that is huge for me because I like to control a lot of the facets of my business and I want it to be in my hands and my hands only. You know what I mean? And I had to learn very quickly. You need to farm some stuff out. You need to figure out some different ways. You need to grow this community. You need to find other small businesses to connect with because yes, you can do it, but let it go. If it's causing you stress, let it go. Give it to somebody else. I mean, especially if you can afford it, give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is my, and you know, probably to second that behind my own would be that uh, a piece of advice I would give it. Don't be afraid to take that risk. Just, just do it. Just do it. It's, you can talk about it all day long, but just do it because it's, I promise you, you will not regret it. And if it doesn't work out, then that's okay. At least you tried. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Yes. Right? Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so, so much, Scarlett, for being on the show. It was so fun talking to you and learning yes. more about you. Well, I was very happy to be here. Thank you all so much yes. for having me. So excited me. to have you. Thank you for listening to Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See you in two weeks. Have a good day.